You're listening to the Joint Practices Podcast. We are on to Cincinnati. With your hosts, Sean Lamont. People are going to listen to the first 20 seconds and be like, nope, this sucks. <laughs> Steve Knox. I need 104 piece chicken nuggets. <laughs> and Elijah Arnold. I once saw a lady in a white car throw Taco Bell back into a Taco Bell. Are you excited, girl? I'm so excited, girl. Yo! Welcome back. You know who it is. Squeaky McSquiggle Tits. It's your boy, Shug Money on the mic. A.K.A. Sean Lamont on Twitter at 11thegoat. You're listening to the Joint Practices Podcast, episode number 97. Joining me tonight, the whole stable. We got the OG Olive Garden pimp, Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox. Hi, Steve. I'd like to just say, rest in peace, the Washington football team's moniker. Officially retired on Monday. Bye-bye, racist bastards. And returning once again on Twitter, at wrong Elijah. Just Elijah. We're dropping the wrong, because sometimes he's right. Except when he's talking about Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to bring it up. (laughs) I would like to formally apologize to Tom Hardy for comparing him or mixing him up with Tom Holland. And I also have to apologize to Steve for yelling over him while I did that thing. <laughs> but how, how are that's the new part legs? of the episode. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody wants to know. Uh, my legs are fine. Uh, I've yet to need to buy new ones. Though if I had half a billion dollars with a B, I would be able to. All right, fellas. Well... Welcome back. We are three episodes away from 100. I'm getting excited. I hope you are too. Because tonight, we gonna talk some football. Will football happen? We don't know. But we're gonna pretend like it is. Because the city of Philadelphia also pretending like football is gonna happen. As they have uh, city officials have announced there will be no fans in the stadiums for any sports. Furthermore, no gatherings, over 50 people anywhere in general, and that's like through January of next year. So, woo. There goes that. Yeah, it shouldn't have been so quick to uh, reopen things, I guess. No kidding. But you know what this really makes me think of? The first thing I thought of when this was brought up was something we talked about previously when Arizona... We talked about Arizona shutting down for 29 days, camp in 28, blah, blah, blah. Well, if the Eagles can't have fans in their stadiums, do you think the league's going to step in and say, okay, no fans in any stadiums? Because it's not fair if one team can't. I think that's where we'll be, uh, whether it's by municipality. Uh, another one came out today. I don't. Uh, it might have been California. That could be incorrect. Uh, it's the first domino to fall. There'll be no, at best absolute best there'll be no fans in stadiums if football's played that is that is uh uh the absolute best scenario for any sort of football this this season and 
hey, if no fans in the stadiums means we get football, then guess what? All you season ticket holders can watch at home like the rest of us. I would be so excited for how stressed out the networks would be to broadcast a football game with no fans where you can hear everything that the players say. Because yeah. <laughs> I know you I got always three bring guys back, on the bleep button. I always bring it back to golf, but even in golf, they've had to apologize like seven times. And those are golfers. That's not the same as uh, uh, these guys that just yell at each other constantly <laughs> during, like... I'm gonna fuck your dog, bitch! Exactly. It's some, it's some like, uh, upper-middle-class person that's played golf his whole life, and he says a bad word, and they're like, everyone, we're very sorry for what just transpired on our network. If they broadcast golf, or, or hockey, even baseball, like, lot, like it's going to be the most amazing uh, uh, experience in terms of hearing people saying terrible things to each other. <laughs> There's already, like, they already have that buffer thing in the networks where they can, they're like 10 seconds ahead or whatever. And you hear it all the time, even just with fans in the stadium. You can hear the announcer talking, but the audio that the, that the cameras pick up all of a sudden just goes away for 10 seconds. And it's like, ah, I wonder what was said <laughs> that deemed them just completely, you know, dumping th that audio for those yeah. 10, my 15 favorite, seconds. My favorite would be uh, when you watch an NFL game and there's no sound the entire time because they're just standing on the dump button. <laughs> what? Remember that game? I think it was like two, maybe three years ago. It was like a big defensive lineman. I think it was the Jags. Not certain. A guy gets injured. He's on the ground. And like, you know how the camera crew runs onto the field with the trainers or whatever? Well, they come back from commercial. And like, for some reason, the field mic is on. And you just hear the guy say, he stepped on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be the best thing you're going to hear this season. There's going to be so much worse things said. Oh, yeah. No kidding. You always hear about, oh, that guy's a trash talker. Wait till you hear what he's saying to trash talk. He's going to make that Mike stick this Tyson candy cane up your ass a few and years it. ago look like nothing. <laughs> yeah, you officially can't show this to your son now. <laughs> we started off okay, and then we went right off. Yeah, he asked me to listen to the podcast. I'm going to have to record a fake one for him because <laughs> adults are speaking. Hey, My you, know, son you can always have word. him on the podcast. Yeah, we can be clean. Let's see. As early Monday afternoon, and uh, Croy drops a toy that he was playing with on the couch, fell off, and he says, Dumb it! I was like, wait, what'd you say? He said, dumb it. <laughs> like, no, dang it, works fine. And then later that night, his mom heard him say it. She's like, where did he learn that? And I was like, that's not even a word. He said, dumb it. <laughs> <laughs> dumb it. <laughs> when William started swearing, no one had to ask where he learned it from. It was assumed. <laughs> the other day, I was leaving for work, and the girls always lean out the window and wave goodbye you know, as I'm pulling out of the driveway. And, you know, they had the window up so they could talk to me this day. And uh, I see Amanda, my wife, whisper into 
Bella's here, and all of a sudden Bella goes, kick ass today. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, you're grounded. Mommy told me to. Sometimes when William's playing his switch, he'll go, he'll get, he'll be like, ah, and he'll be like, can I say a bad word? And, you know, he asks. (laughs) So I always say yes. And he's like, ah, this fucking guy. (laughs) Well, as long as you ask first, because you can't say it in front of your teachers or your grandmother or your aunt or your mother. Especially not your mother. All right. Yep. Speaking of Philadelphia and the Eagles, I'll just throw this in here real quick. The Eagles are re-signing Jason Peters. Peters, another name for winner. 412-year-old former left tackle. Eagles had announced earlier this year they were letting him test free agency. That didn't work out so well. Apparently, but he's back with the Eagles with the caveat he is moving to guard. And let me just say, how many players have switched positions to this extent 17 years into their career? That's amazing. That's a big guard. <laughs> he went from tight end to left tackle for seven, 17 years, and now he's just going to play right guard. So, he's obviously been incredibly talented. He's had uh, an amazing career. Playing right guard is substantially easier in terms of uh, what you need to accomplish every play than playing left tackle. He needs to go out and maul people now, which he can probably still do at 340 pounds. Uh, He's just a little guy. Just a little fella. So, he's extending his career. He's trying to make another six million bucks, try to win another ring. I don't think there's any downside for the team or for him. Uh, worst case well, scenario, this is where he's a average right guard. The only reason I don't like it is because this whole offseason we've heard the front office, the coaching staff, we have to get younger. We have to get younger. So they let JP go so that former first-round pick Andre Dillard could start at left tackle. It's his job now. And now all of a sudden, you're just bringing him back. Fucking flies. I got flies in here. They're driving me nuts. Here's why Can't I, concentrate. Uh, I know we agree a lot. Here's why I think you're wrong. Uh, interior offensive line is not an overly difficult position to put someone there where it's fine. Uh, tackle is tough. If you have a bad tackle, you're going to get your quarterback killed. Center, guard, you see people starting uh, every year that were drafted in the sixth round from Bumfuck State, Oklahoma, or whatever the college is called, I forget. Uh, so if Jason Peters comes in and he, and he plays a good, an average season, an above-average season, it, the youth movement for a team doesn't include the interior offensive line. It just doesn't. Well, that's my point, is he was, he was the— left tackle for this team forever okay he's gone they had matt Pryor, who they've been grooming for two years he had to start last year after brooks went down and he played reasonably well he looked like the front runner i mean this is a team that's has 10 million in cap space well they did have 10 million in cap space and they're like 21 million over next year so why don't you just let Pryor play you don't even know what the season is going to be you know, save that three, it's three million guaranteed up to six. 
you could literally be rolling over all that money till next year. Instead, you just blew what, you know, half of the cap you had left. I don't know. For me, this is like the Cam Newton scenario in New England. It's like I I hear all Patriots, uh, not all Patriots fans, but some Patriots fans out there that still are like questioning this move and whether they're okay with it. It's like, all right, look, you got a former MVP quarterback for half a million dollars base salary. Like, that's a win. (laughs) If if it doesn't work out and they cut him during camp, oh, well, it was a half a million dollars. If he isn't, you know, any form of that MVP caliber quarterback he was, you know, a few years ago, then you made it like a bandit. This is the same thing now. You go from left tackle is typically your best lineman on your team. And now if you can move from having that best lineman on your team for $3 million and you move him to the interior, yeah, I mean, he's very well seasoned and maybe at the end of his career, but this is a guy that knows the ins and outs of you know, that playbook, you know, how the line works and everything. So being able to have a veteran guy in that position for that type of money for an offensive lineman, like $3 million, that's a pretty damn good deal. And this is where Bill Belichick beats everybody in the world, because in a situation like this, he is always getting rid of a guy a year too early rather than a year too late. That's that's true. So if it was the Patriots, Jason Peters would be gone and uh, Mason Jeters would be starting for 500000 And uh, it's his third cousin, but he's just as good. But I, uh, I don't understand. Is, You're, as an Eagles Jeters. fan, as an Eagles fan, I don't understand how you would. Were you upset when they let Peters go? No, I thought it was time. I have been ranting for two seasons now. You can ask Steve. I have a saying that it's death taxes and Jason Peters' false start penalties. Okay. Well. That's true. Okay. I I just don't see how he'll be a bad guard after playing the hardest position on the offensive line. He can go out and but just I, maul people now. Right. I mean, may, maybe he turns into you know, a Pro Bowl guard this year. My whole point was... They've been preaching this youth movement. They've been developing these young but there offensive are some linemen. positions that doesn't that doesn't include. And then they drafted a ton of offensive linemen this year. If you're just going to re-sign Peters and not give these, how are these? How are you going to find out if these guys are any good if you never play them? Yo, uh, Especially, we're not going to have a preseason now either. Well, so. first off, Jason Peters is 68 years old, so he's in the COVID uh, danger range. So if he catches it, they'll all have to play. They're just planning ahead. I don't know why I'm trying to calm you down about your own team. <laughs> I appreciate you talking me off the ledge. If Jason Peters gets COVID, he's definitely going to die because of how old he is. Fucking flies. Man. I know you just swatted a fly, but on my video, it looked like you casting a spell uh, uh, <laughs> with a wand in Harry Potter. I wish. Wow, oh, see that man. fly? Could have Varda Kedavra the shit out of that fly. That's going in the intro. All right, let's talk about some bullshit going on. With racial injustice, because 
we can carry the conversation on to Mr. Kenny Stills, who it was arrested and charged with a felony while protesting the non-arrests of Breonna Taylor's killers. He was one of 87 people arrested for peacefully protesting yeah, and, and they, charged with a felony. So these people were charged with felonies for um, basically using their First Amendment right. Uh, probably not going to go through uh, in a court of law. They also were some misdemeanor counts too. But you know what? could be done to avoid arresting 87 peaceful protesters in Kentucky. Arrest the people that killed her. Oh, wow. That's funny. A guy who hosts a podcast for fans by fans knows the answer, but these guys can't fucking figure it out. Weird. Ridiculous. Like a booger, they stick to this. I got uh, more respect for Kenny Stills, though. A guy that, I mean, he's... He's been one of the, you know, the guys at the forefront of this Black Lives Matter movement and social injustice. And this is just putting your money where your mouth is. You go to the uh, district attorney's house and uh, stand there and demand change. And I have to think that you arrest 87 people. I don't know. It's like you're taking a leak. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how, how Kentucky operates, but... I did it again. I, God damn it. I would feel like this has got to be a... Uh, it's got to be a positive movement towards eventually arresting Breonna Taylor's murderers. Yeah. Uh, so in speaking <laughs> about Kenny Stills... Uh, uh, I thought usually uh, my first thing is to let the uh, the justice system play out. Um, you know, we're a nation of laws. We're very flawed, and those laws are not applied fairly all the time, and I understand that. Uh, but then I read that uh, the felony charge actually came from trying to— uh, the felony aspect of it was from trying to change the attorney general's opinion of the situation. Uh so, if Kenny Stills is guilty of a felony for protesting and trying to change an elected official's opinion, we should lock up every single lobbyist that exists anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere. Like, how, how is because lobbying still the same? standing out in front of a house and yelling... <laughs> lobbying should be illegal. Uh, standing out in front of a house and yelling, uh, if that is a felony in terms of they're trying to change the opinion of an elected official... Then I think sliding, you know, I don't know. We live in Maine. Let's just bring up a random person. Let's say, I don't know. Oh, geez. Uh, Susan Collins. Jeez. <laughs> let's say that maybe Susan Collins catches, I don't know. Let's just say $1.2 million under the table from, I don't know. Again, this is all very random. Uh, some sort of power company. Again, this is all made up. Isn't that power company, company, company guilty of the same felony as a guy standing out in front of the attorney general's house yelling? Now, I understand that yelling is far more persuasive than $1.2 million slid onto the table to Susan Collins, or as I call her, S Susan fucking Collins. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to say Tom Holland. No, <laughs> Susan Holland, because I'm really bad with last names. Um, 
so I understand how yelling could be more persuasive than $1.2 million with an M. Uh, <laughs> she can't buy new legs. No, she can't buy new legs, and she's also still not good at talking. And I understand she has a degenerative disease, but when you put yourself in the public sector like that, maybe it's open for talking about. Uh, I, I saw her on a plane one time, and I... I almost went to talk to her, and my sister told me not to because my sister was with me, and she's a more responsible adult. And she's like, don't. You're just going to start yelling. And I was like, I'm not going to start yelling. And she's like, you're going to start yelling. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Yep. I was going to start yelling. So that's what happened when I was flying into uh, Reagan uh, Airport in Washington. Anyway, that's how I saved Christmas. Yeah, freak any stills. And, okay, and thank you. Susan I was trying Collins. to remember where this rant started. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I I said before we started, I wasn't going to start yelling, and I did. I didn't interrupt Steve this time, though. <laughs> well, you still have time. All right. Uh, today, 4 p.m. was the deadline. Killed it, bitch. <laughs> sorry. Got the fly. There are no more flies. Franchise tag deadline for a long-term deal was today at 4 p.m., meaning if a guy on a franchise tag didn't get an extension, the team now has to wait till the end of the year to do so. Elijah. I would like to start with uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, He only got four years and 50 with half of it guaranteed, but the thing about that is you never, ever pay a halfback, especially one that's 29 years old. So that was dumb. It's not outrageous money they'll have to pay when they cut him, because I'm sure they will. But it was dumb. You just It's basically a two-year deal. You, you just don't pay a halfback. They can get out of it after two years. You just don't pay a halfback. Call it a halfback like, people, anymore. I'm people sorry, are going to be disappointed. Back, a, a carrier of the football. People are going to be awfully disappointed this year when the Tennessee Titans aren't what they were last year. What, 8-8? Eight and eight? <laughs> What's their over-under like, this okay. year? So you've got, like, okay, what Ryan Tannehill did to lead the resurgence of that team, it won't happen again. He was grossly overpaid. Um, Derrick Henry, yeah, he might be among the league's leading rushers, but do I think he's going to run for almost 1,800 yards again? Probably not. I'm pretty sure most defensive coordinators are going to be like, you know what? Let's not let him beat us. And they'll try and find a way to do so. But, you know, if you're going to pay $25 million for a guy of that stature and run him into the ground, then so be it. But, I mean... So, to me, if if you're a team that is on the brink, you're you're very close... Or even beyond that, if you are an obvious Super Bowl contender and you need to lock up your guy and you have to overpay for him, I get it. Derrick Henry is almost 30, and their over-under for the season is 8.5. That doesn't even get him to the playoffs. And maybe they make the playoffs as a wild-card team. Watch out for the 6 seed. There's a, uh, a bonus spot this year. I, I, they're, sure, there's more teams than normal, and there will be going forward, which, again, I think is crazy. There'll be three 8-8 eight and eight teams in the playoffs instead of two. <laughs> Imagine if... So it's going to be a weird year. COVID's going to run rampant. Uh, imagine if, like, a 6-10 and 10 team makes it, or 
even seven and nine as that last seed and they make a run, I would love Dude, to see. So good. I don't know who it would be. I would love Cleveland. to see Cleveland. It's going to be one of these teams with a, a all-star talent, but that just always fucks it up. So Cleveland, I can think of in the NFC. Uh, I can see the Lions doing something like that. Matthew Stafford just goes off for a game. Matt Patricia somehow stops getting in his own way. Uh, uh the Rams are falling apart. Maybe they could do it, though they made a Super Bowl recently. No, they can't. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I got nothing else. You're a handsome fellow. I got nothing else. Well, uh, my boy, Anthony Harris, officially signed his tag. Safety with the Minnesota Vikings. No long-term deal. It's not a surprise. Um... He, along with the likes of Justin Simmons, are probably, well, I, I guess this whole season really dictates what's going to happen with the market, whether or not, you know, hey, if the league loses money, the salary cap's going to go down. So some of these free agents aren't going to get paid the way that they uh, thought they were going to. But he's going to play out his season on the uh, franchise tag this year. And we'll see what happens. Uh down the road. I have one question. Yeah. Uh, do you like that? Do you like it? I mean, I enjoy Anthony Harris. It's, I mean, it is really weird that you're spending like $25.5 million for your two safeties. That's. <laughs> Holy cow. That's good. questionable, but they are pretty good. It's a lot of safety money, but. Damn good safety. If they, they put the top on the field, then, you know. Your defense flows down from there. Who else? Yannick Ngakwe signed his tag. Still wants to be traded, though. He actually Still signed demanding it? a trade. And uh, I guess several teams have made trade offers to the Jags. I forget who uh, put it out there, but somebody... Uh, one of the teams, I guess, was offering a Pro Bowl player, so... Uh, that's what I heard. Jags just have multiple no offers of decent to. I mean, a Pro Bowl player players. could be Mitch Trubisky. Exactly. So. A tr- a plo- a, oh boy! Here we go. <laughs> oh jeez! Like to officially apologize to Tom Hardy. No, a, a Pro Bowl <laughs> player uh, could be anything from someone that snuck in one year because five people ducked out to. A really good player to really good value. So when you get these anonymous, it's a Pro Bowl player. I I take no uh, uh, stock in that. The only thing you can kind of compare it to is if someone reports back on what the actual draft pick compensation would be. Because in the NFL, that's what it's about. It's virtually never. You'll find some very specific instances, but almost never is it player for player as the main part of the trade. When you trade a player, you play, you are trading them for draft pick compensation. Assets. Yeah. And almost always in the NFL, it's substantially less than fans assume they should get. Every once in a while, it's more. For example, uh, when uh, Trent Richardson was traded for a first-round pick, Oh Everyone God. was like, this is a genius trade. Trent Richardson is going to be so good for the Browns. Oh, the Colts are so dumb. But then it was the other way because he was terrible. I just want to see him not play in Jacksonville. 
I know. He'd look so good in midnight green. He'd look good in any, like, any color of a contender. <laughs> Just Not wasting Dallas. away in Jacksonville. Patriot blue and red and white. Ah, 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 Chris Jones got a lot of money. Just when we thought that the Chiefs couldn't pay anybody because they paid Pat Mahomes, wait for it, a half a billion dollars. <laughs> Chris Jones. With a B. <laughs> this looks like, uh, you were, you were talking about the... Is that what I sound like? Uh, Derrick Henry, I can get out from under it after two years. This looks like a similar scenario to me. <laughs> Hey, we're in the window here. We just won a Super Bowl. We have a chance to win another one. Um, let's shore up some of our core guys. Guaranteed. And then we're going to dump them all off in a couple of years. <laughs> to me, uh, it might it's not exactly the same because obviously the Chiefs have a far substantially better quarterback. But it's kind of like the Rams, like, two or three years ago, when everyone was like, they're out of money. And they were like, we re-signed Todd Gurley. We traded for Brandon Cooks. We did all this shit. We have plenty of money. And then now they're out of money completely. So we'll find out, I think, maybe not in two years, probably in four or five years. Can Pat Mahomes win? without the all-stars around him. Tyreek Hill obviously won't last forever. You don't run that fast and beat your girlfriend for that long forever. I'm sorry, fiancé and pregnant fiancé. Um, so we'll find out, I think, in short order, how good both Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the San, Fr um, sorry, oh my God, San Francisco, and the Kansas City front offices, uh, because changes changes are on on the horizon. They're they're not going to roll with the team that they have. Chris Jones is a fantastic player, whether uh, interior slash sometimes and is worth that much money for that long. We'll see, but it should be interesting to watch. Uh, but yeah, no, they're out of money now. The well There's has no more left. Dried up. Uh, we, we talked last episode about how Elijah wanted new legs. For being paid money to play football. I want somebody to pay me $100 million guaranteed to smash somebody over the head with a football helmet. Oh, yeah. The Cleveland Browns extended Miles Garrett <clears throat> with $125 million and then $100 million of that guaranteed. Ka -thunk, I mean, ka -thunk. dude can ball out with the best of them. But you really got to check that temper at the door. <laughs> yeah. It's my God. He like well, they a couple just months said ago, he wasn't even in the league. He was still suspended. million dollars guaranteed. So they must have said he's got it under control. Mm. He, did, he had to have convinced them. Cause it's not hard to convince a Cleveland front office of anything. They drafted that's why Tim they're changing Couch. their name to the Steamers. That was a different front office. Tim Couch is not a fair comparison for Brady now. Quinn. That was 19... Uh, Brady Quinn? No. All right. So first you talk about 1999, and then you talk about Brady Quinn. Uh, I'm going to get the year wrong. 2006-ish? 
I mean, there there are so many bad draft picks forever. Now, don't get me wrong. The Browns are bad, and they have been bad, and they'll stay bad. They're like the Washington football team. There's just a culture of losing that they will continue with forever. But it's not fair to say because of Tim Couch and Brady Quinn, because there's so many other Johnny people Manziel? you can pick from uh, other than those two. Johnny Manziel. Uh, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the Terrell wide receiver's Pryor. name. <laughs> Josh Gordon. <laughs> and it, that's that's one of them. That's another one. Jim Those Smith. weren't even the ones I was thinking of, though. Yes, it was. I think it was James Smith. No, hey, I uh, that up. we forgot one of the uh, franchise taggies that I wanted to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kirk Cousins Jr., a.k.a. Dak Prescott. Has just started his first cycle as the new Kirk Cousins. Signs his tag. No long-term deal. Apparently they were close at the deadline. Whatever that means. They didn't do it. So he will play on the tag this year. 30-something million. And then if they tag him again next year, he will have 69 million in total guarantees. And I believe I read they could get him a third time and he would... End up making 126 million over three seasons. Yeah, the way with the franchise tag, it steps up every time you use it. So they could use it that many times, and he would average out at about forty. Dude, if that's if I'm Dak, whatever. If I'm Dak, and I'm playing like good football over the next few years, I want to get tagged again. And, and then again, after th- three years from now, he'll have $126 million in his pocket and be able to hit free agency again. Well, for the first time, dude. So to me, for quarterbacks, it kind of makes sense. And I understand for other positions and players, it wouldn't. If you are a running back, you just want to fuck the franchise tag because you are going to run into the line 300 times a year and just get destroyed. For a quarterback, they protect you. I get it. If you want to play on the franchise, and, and I don't think he wants to play on it, but also Jerry Jones is a cocaine-addled wild card. Like, he's just hopped up on stuff all day long, and who knows what he's going to do. So... I could see him coming in and being like, you know what, Dak, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you Patrick Mahomes money, and Dak being like, <laughs> championship. Um. So it's it's if he wasn't a cowboy, I don't think this story would be nearly as big. That's pretty obvious. But you know, if he played for the Eagles, if he plays for the Vikings, if he plays for I don't know the New England Patriots, let's just say those random three teams. Uh. He maybe he's playing on the franchise tag, and then he is quickly departing town because no one's dealing with a demand for over $40 million for someone that's... He's okay. He's fine. He's above average, probably, if there's 32 starters in the league, and that's what there are because there's 32 teams. He's, I don't know, 14, 12? If you don't want to give a specific number, he's 10 to 15-ish. That's not worth $45 million a year. I don't care his age. I don't care his athleticism. It's yeah, just The not reports worth that it. I saw were that uh, the final offer from the Cowboys 
was between 33 and 35 million dollars a year giving him 100 million dollars guaranteed so not really sure on the years of that but uh a hundred million guaranteed would have made him the highest guaranteed contract for a quarterback. Yeah. Currently, the number is eighty-two with Wentz and Wilson. So that sound. And this is a guess. That sounds like if it was a hundred. That sounds like it'd yeah. be a six or seven. And that year wouldn't deal. be surprising. I mean, Jerry Jones is kept quarterbacks around in the franchise forever. Troy Aikman, Tony Romo. He kept them signed to long-term deals well into their 30s. So. And I think they yeah, were would both agree with that. better than Dak Prescott. Um, but this is, I mean, it's curious because remember when the Ezekiel Elliott thing was going on with the holdout and everything and the media is asking him and he's like, hey, you know, you know, you know, you know, old Jerry, I always get the deal done. Well, they fumbled oh, this multiple times with Dak Prescott now. So I, to me, it just seems like a divorce between Dak and Dallas seems more likely than it did earlier this afternoon. It's probably more likely, but Somebody where does he go? <laughs> Jacksonville doesn't have a quarterback. I mean, we... Uh, Jacksonville has Garbage Gardner Minshew. They're leaning into it. I don't know. Some of these quarterbacks are going to fall out of favor, and if he's the guy that becomes available, I think he's... The Steelers. Yeah, much more usable. That actually... To me, the Steelers make more sense than the Jaguars. The Jaguars are Mustache. leaning into this... This. You know, Gardner Benchus is serviceable quarterback, and and whether it's true or not, imagine a Super Bowl of Trubisky versus Benchu. Almost as cool as their owner. What? I would bet all my money on any other team. Trubisky versus Minshew. No, I won't. Trubisky's going to be a free agent next year. (laughs) Going to be free too. He's going to be a hell of a backup somewhere. (laughs) I mean, I just reading an article, like, talking about this, like, what was going on with the Dak stuff. They had, like, a list of free agent quarterbacks coming up. It was, like, Dak and Andy Dalton and uh, Trubisky and then, like, Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett. So you look at, like, Cowboys, their starter, their backup. The Colts, their starter, their backup. And, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick and a few other guys, so... It's going to be interesting to see again how the quarterback roulette wheel uh, works its way out again next year. Hopefully we have a season this year. (laughs) But how much more difficult could Dak make this on the Cowboys if he just goes out and has like, I'm not going to say MVP year because I'm not rooting for the guy, but you know, he's like a, he's like a top five quarterback. And the defense just lets them down, but they go eight. Top eight five in interceptions. I could see top ten. I I have no idea how he'd make it to top five. Mari Cooper. Sure. Okay. No. Amari Cooper catches Ceedee Lamb. Even if a yeah. rookie wide receiver. Randall Cobb. 
Do you want to keep talking like for a second? Uh, you say this Randall Cobb. Is because I, I, yep, nope. This is because I interrupted you all the time last episode. You just wanted to keep your I was just me. giving you some examples yeah, of where he can get some numbers from. I can also just say random player's name. Boomer Esiason. Uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Frank Tarkington. Fucking Vikings. No. I just, like, <laughs> as much as I hate the Cowboys, they have a lot yeah, of offensive well, weapons. Their offensive line's pretty damn good. Was and if he can be, according to the Madden ratings, but it seems like they yeah, still I mean, lose all the games. I will I will attribute a lot of that to Jason Garrett and his decision making, as well as their defensive uh, failures last year. Yeah, but Mike McCarthy's pretty dumb. Oh, I know that too. Yeah, but we'll see what he can do. I'm just saying the pieces are there, and they just got to put it all together. And I don't know that Mike McCarthy was the guy to get the job done, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we could quickly see this whole team just collapse and everybody's going to be like, what the fuck? Like they, they literally had it all sitting on the, on the table in front of them. And they just like, you know, he couldn't figure the jigsaw puzzle out. And it's going to be great when this team crumbles, because I can't wait for the, uh, the owner to look at the GM and be like, you're fired. Cause that won't happen because they're the same person. To be fair to Jerry Jones, if I had as much money as he did and I bought an NFL team, I wouldn't give a shit. I would run it, too. I'd be like, you know what? We're playing Madden in real life. You're traded for you. You're re-signed. Ah, fuck you, Kyle Dawson. Like, I would absolutely... <laughs> I would absolutely... If I had if I had stupid money, if I had Jerry Jones, all these, these silly owners' money, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't give a shit about my legacy. I'd be playing a video game in real life. Just like, hey, hey, Tom, come on in. Yeah, we're going to sign you for the last two years of your career. We're going to pair you with Bruce Arians because he's a quarterback whisperer, you stupid piece of shit. Took the Elijah exit again. It's better than last week. It's great. It's what we're here for. All right. It's a great way to stay what, in shape. Can, does anybody know what the Ooh. hell's going on with this um, Buffalo Bills and New Air? They made a joint statement, or they both made statements today, that they're working on a deal to part ways to remove New Era as the stadium sponsor. Like, did I miss the something? only thing? Uh, the only thing that makes sense to me is that in the era we're living in. New Era is not selling as many shoes, and they can't afford it all of a sudden. I don't think it's any sort of animosity. Don't they make I hats? Think... Yeah, New Era's hats, aren't they? New Balance's shoes. God. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now I have to apologize to New Era next week like Tom Hardy this week. Okay, yes. So they're not selling as many hats. My overall point, which was both correct and incorrect, is that companies are running out of money i think that there is a leap to relevance for the buffalo bills and they're seeking out more dollars maybe improvements to a stadium that new era can't offer them see i don't think that matters for an existing contract though new see, era had the naming rights for how, however long and they had to pay so many dollars a year and i don't think new era could up the 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 money that was required to fulfill the contract like, if the Bills sell it to New Era for 20, and this is a guess, $20 million over however many years, and all of a sudden the Bills get good, that's too bad for the Bills. New Era has the, the contract rights. Now, if the Bills all of a sudden go to New Era, and New Era is like, hey, we don't have any money, 
And the Bills were like, well, you got to give us money. And you were like, yeah, but hey, bud, uh, I don't have it this week. <laughs> Can I get Can you, you next spot week? Me? Can I give you some, some weed? I don't know. <laughs> and the Bills were like, no, we need $17 million. And they're like, well, we don't have it. Then I think that's the only way it happens. I Once New Era gives the Bills whatever it is, or the Bills gives New Era the, the, the naming rights for the thing, that's agreed upon for the set time. And I think they just ran out of money. Remember when Not Donald Trump tried to buy going, the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> Yeah, and now that's why he's president, because he got his fucking ego hurt and his little shriveled dick got all sucked up inside himself. Now we have to deal with him as the president of the United States because he couldn't buy the bills. So he got a USFL team and then Barack Obama made fun of him in front of a bunch of reporters in 2014 at the, the correspondence dinner. And now because of because of that little uh, ego bruising thing, he's the goddamn president. The American dream Uh, right there. You do whatever you want. And to that I say, thanks, Obama. (laughs) There you go, Stephen. That was for you. (laughs) Just don't make a joke about the guy with the orange skin and his shriveled little dick and his fake hair and his goddamn tan and his Slovakian wife that came here quite obviously on a fake green card but of course that's not one of the ones we're trying to kick out because of her pale skin tone. She wore those stupid fucking glasses in her photo shoot when she was dry humping a goddamn jet. Oh my god. Not to mention the what just happened holding a can of Goya beans. That was his daughter, though I think he tried to fuck her more than his actual ex-wife. I'm sorry, current wife. <laughs> yeah, this was the political section of the Joint Practices Podcast. Where did this start? Oh, the bills. I don't know, but he knew exactly what he was doing when he started that. As soon as I said Donald Trump and Buffalo Bills, it was over. <laughs> yep. You shouldn't You know what that. you were doing. All right, so hear me out. If the unfortunate happens and we do not have an NFL season, I have a proposal for you. I'm saying we set up a fully simulation full simulation Madden season. And every weekend we stream the game at the same time. Like figure that out like on Twitch or something. We all watch it as it plays out for each one of our teams. We'll do the pick 'em like we normally do. We'll do studs and duds like we normally do. But if we're not going to be able to watch real football, I think we should have a Madden season every week we watch and the end of the year we can crown the first ever JPP Super Bowl champ. Thoughts? I mean, I'm down. It's no laws when you're drinking PBIs, right? <laughs> I accept that. And I also think because it's not real football, and if the football season goes away, if it doesn't happen, we're not going to have a. Uh, uh, free agency we're not going to have like if the football season actually goes away there is going to be from September to, to February or even beyond that to the regular things it's going to go completely dark I think we do that what you just said and then I think we get a little wheel and we just spin a random topic so we talk about <laughs> the games that were simulated yep. and then with no preparation at all zero 
we spin a little thing and it'll say, hey, today you're talking about, uh, I don't know, the Pacific Ocean. We'll be like, all right, I guess we're talking about the Pacific Ocean. Hey, you guys ever heard of Hawaii? That's a pretty cool place. Yeah, I love Give me all the information you know about hot dogs. I really hope there's a football season because I just joined a football podcast in a year in which football might be canceled. It's like canceling Christmas. You can't do that. Uh, Don't even joke about that. uh, Just like you couldn't cancel... I don't know, school for three months. You couldn't cancel the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you couldn't but they cancel can go all back these now things. There's, the cases are worse. <laughs> oh, you're being... Oh, I get it. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're being a dick about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a note here about this <laughs> Bill Belichick subway ad. Uh Kyle had sent us the best meme I've seen of this so far. Him sitting on that bench eating a Subway sandwich. And it says, uh, this fall, Bill Belichick is Forrest Grump. (laughs) 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 It looked just like Tom Hanks sitting on the bench. Forrest Gump is so good. Oh, that's fantastic. My favorite part about Bill Belichick is that you could not tell a difference between him being in a commercial and him just eating a sandwich on a bench. It's how good of either a person or an actor he is because he looked so, so pissed off the entire time. And they're like, Bill, why don't you take a bite of the sandwich? And he's like, I Next just, question. It's like I really want to see like an actual ad where they're just like, "Bill, how's your sandwich?" He's just like, "It's good." It's good. And then that, that's the ad. <laughs> that's it. It's fine. Oh my goodness. I misinterpreted the rules. Yeah, I, I love the uh, just the internet is a is an amazing thing. Sometimes just taking pictures and running with it. All right. Virtual simulated Madden season of some sort has been agreed upon. Anyways, um, this is going to be cool. I like this. Anybody got any uh, quick hitters before we get out of here? Well, I already gave my formal apology to both Tom Hardy and to Steve. So... <laughs> I'm pretty good on that. Uh, we talked about the subway ad. What is the Adrian yeah. Wojnarowski thing? Did you not see that? No, oh, I don't. I, I try to avoid right. social media. Sean, you want to take this one or I'll you want it. drunk me to take it? <laughs> so the essentials is a senator made some like... His name is Josh Hawley. He's a senator from Missouri. Yes. He's like blowjob and Trump. <laughs> Basically, and Woj sent him an email, and it just said "fuck you." <laughs> oh, that was that. Okay, so Josh Howley sends a message to the NBA that says, "Hello, please respond to me about uh, the the racial injustice in China and how they're killing uh, minorities in their country." And then Woj said, "Fuck you." Fuck you. <laughs> that was it. Oh, so he well, got suspended by suspended. ESPN for this. Yeah. Oh, that, that doesn't seem right. 
stupid. But the fact that Woj is like, fuck Trump, everybody was like, <laughs> yeah, Woj! Yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on Woj's side. This is free Woj, free Kenny Stills. This is, uh, so, friggin' bullshit. <laughs> I agree and I don't agree. Uh, Woj should not be suspended for saying fuck you to a U.S. senator because they are an elected official. That being said, the NBA is becoming increasingly supportive of China and their regime. That is not a fantastic thing. So, I understand that the Republican senator is grandstanding and he's trying to win the moral high ground. But China and the NBA's relationship with it is not a positive thing. There are abhorrent things happening in that country that the NBA is turning a blind eye to because of the billions of dollars, with a B, that they are receiving from the country. So I think there needs to be a reckoning with that, whether it's Adam Silver coming out and speaking about it, whether it's it's uh, uh, advertising dollars being cut off. Uh, the NBA's relationship with China and their major market, and the NBA is the largest sport that or, or basketball is the largest sport that china enjoys that it's one of the only other uh, major countries in which soccer is not the 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 most populous sport in china it's the nba and they don't want to lose their nba dollars but to that they turn a blind eye to terrible things that being said well, yeah, i agree I mean, with Woj. fuck josh howley he's terrible yeah uh wasn't there already like a falling out between the NBA and China beforehand? I don't remember uh, exactly. So what LeBron it was. came out and said something in support of Hong Kong. Uh, that was probably last. That was ugh, that might have been last fall. I don't know. Time is melding with Corona. Uh, so LeBron comes out and says something in 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 support of Hong Kong. And then like two days later, the NBA comes out and is like, "Well, LeBron didn't really mean that." Uh, and then Steve Kerr, and I think we all can all agree Steve Kerr has been a champion of uh, uh, the progressive movement, a champion of of equality, of 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 reigning in police forces and stuff like that. Steve Kerr is asked about China, and Steve Kerr says, "Well, this is a really complex issue I don't know a lot about." So I do try to play it very uh, down the middle in terms of of who's correct and who's wrong. Uh, when Steve Kerr came out slightly in favor of the Chinese government for human rights abuses, Steve Kerr was incorrect with that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of shit that they do that's fucked up. They got that dog thing that they do where they, like, sacrifice dogs and skin them and whatever. Uh, I mean, they're communists for a reason, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it seems like it's a... A smart move just to not, you know, be associated with and do as much as you can to cut ties with a country like that. And uh, our president said that they'll pay for this coronavirus thing, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, okay. They asked him, how, 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 how are they going to pay? And he says, that's for me. It's not for you. <laughs> nice. okay, okay. I need 10,000 chicken vaginas. Yeah. Hello, China. <laughs> Give me all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> He's so oh, fucking man. stupid. Oh, 
Oh, with that being said, this is going to do it for episode number 97 of the Joint Practices Podcast. You want to be on our podcast, you can. Literally, we will accept you into our arms. We will put rose petals on your virtual couch right here beside me. We'll talk about your team. Doesn't matter what team you're a fan of. We'll have you on, ask you some questions about pizza and aliens and Bigfoot. And the size of Steve's ego. You thought I was going to say penis. I didn't. Anyways, hit us up on Twitter at Joint Practices, at 11 to go at the Knox says, at Wrong Elijah. Yeah, just come on, join seven on sevens. We wonder what's inside your butthole. <laughs> There's no beating behind the bush here on this podcast. Oh, my you God. I did it one time, and then I didn't let them. Uh, we have to bring uh, that up real quick. Hold on. Do hold another on. episode without me. <laughs> hold on. We got to talk about this real quick. We're only at 56 minutes. It's fine. Washington beat reporters, like tons of them coming out saying huge story about the Washington football team going to come out. Not good. Not a good look. It's really bad. Like somebody in a tweet compiled all of them together and it's just amazing. And if you click on literally any of those tweets and go through the comments, Almost every one of them is like, if you have a scoop, why would you not break it? Why are you waiting? Why are you sitting on this story? And then some guy comments. Quit beating behind the bush. Quit beating behind the bush. Not like around the weird bush. weird guy that flashes people in public. Like, standing there watching some lady in the park. Beating behind the bush. Uh, it's, it's it's like a Sean purposefully screwing up some idiom just for a laugh or to confuse a supervisor at work. It's like this guy just kill doesn't know what it, what it is. <laughs> Try to hit a bird with a rock. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. That guy's dumb. Yeah, so... Anyway, here's Wonderwall. No. Um, <laughs> I agree, though. There's been listen. so many reports today that there was this, uh, an, an imminent story coming about for Washington, and we haven't seen it yet. And then you see, like, a thing like, oh, well, they pushed it to tomorrow. Okay. Like, but what is it? Why are we doing this? Does, is, is it date-specific? I, I just hope it's going like some, on. like... Dan Snyder's way more evil than we thought he was, and now he's. I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be pretty, pretty uh, general, pretty general. And it's like, hey, Dan Snyder's terrible. Hey, the people he hired were terrible. Hey, they didn't care about uh, uh, the uprising against the nickname. Hey, he's on here's the all the bad list. things they did. Hey, he flew to an island in the Bahamas with uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And, like, who knows what happened? I mean, we all know. <laughs> but, like, it, it for these reporters, the one thing I do agree with, for these reporters to come out with these, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about what's going to happen later today. Like, I'm not even a reporter, and I could say that every day. I could just go on Twitter and be like, Oh, geez, guys, at some point in the near future, we're going to have a scoop about a thing. And people will be like, what's the thing that's going to happen? And I'll be like, well, just you wait. <laughs> it's going to be news. Any second, 
minute, hour, day, year, week now, you're gonna find out and I will have scooped it. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, was it about the, the petting zoo at the uh, York Animal Farm? And I'll be like, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Blueberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Subscribe. Elijah has no clue what's going on. Rate and review. Five stars are recommended. Re -re recommended. Share it with your friends. And uh, be sure to come back and hear what ridiculous takes we have again next week. Possibly. Special guest next week. Spoiler alert. Are, are you going to say who it is? Oh, he said <laughs> spoiler alert that we're going to have a special guest, but you have to tune in to find out. Oh, well, you could also send us a tweet with the hashtag special guest next week to let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear more from you. And I also want to know who the special guest next week is. So is the, the hashtag special guest or special guest next week? Uh, the hashtag is actually Sean has questions. <laughs> nope. Nope. The special, the, the hashtag is, uh, special friend. JPP. J P P. Cause we'd love to hear from more of you and all of you. Every single one. Except you. Yeah. You, you can touch me. <laughs> Flags fly, baby! We are on to our special guest next week. <laughs> we out! Start the second podcast right now where we talk about the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs>